Hello and welcome to episode one of Much More Football, the newest installation of the MFFL podcast. I'm your host, Frankie Lippold, brought to you by, of course, Mitch Farnsworth. Hello, Mitch. How are we doing? We're doing good, and we have a new co-host for this show, Mitch Bala. Hello. Good afternoon. How are we doing? I can't complain, can't complain. So for this show, we're going to be talking about, uh, or the whole podcast, really, we're going to be talking about the big games of the week, um, always Ohio State and Michigan, whoever they play, and then our locks of the week, which will be uh, the funnest part. But, fellas, let's start it off. Texas A&M at Clemson, minus 16.5. Last year they played Clemson, barely won. They won 28-26. to So, Mitch Farnsworth, let's start with you. Can A&M get revenge? It's going to be tough, definitely on the road at Clemson. You know, um, I think the main thing it's going to be uh, Texas A&M, and if they can get to Trevor Lawrence and uh, Travis NTM in the backfield, I think that's going to be a big part of the game. Uh, Justin, um, or no, Bobby Brown is going to be a big player for Texas A&M on that defensive line. Um, I'm really excited also to see Kellen Mund for A&M. He may he. He's a very mistake-prone quarterback for A&M, but I'd like to see how he does against, you know, a Clemson defense that obviously lost a lot of the uh, the defensive line. I kind of want to see how he does that. Um, How do you guys kind of feel? Well, I look at it this way. They're going into Death Valley. Yep. And someone's coming out of there, and their season's done. All right. I look at Trevor Lawrence last week. A very uninspiring performance. 13 of 23 with one touchdown, two picks. Not my Heisman, I'll just say that. (laughs) Kellen Mund, 194 yards, three TDs, and a pick. A&M is going to go into Death Valley. Just to let you know, it was was against Texas State, that Kellen Mund game. A&M versus against Texas State. Texas State, up and coming. I'm telling you, watch out for him. Up and coming, okay. Up and coming, you heard it here first. First episode, name dropping, up and coming. But... A&M is going into Death Valley and coming out of there, and their season's over because Clemson's going to wipe the floor. Wipe the floor. 16 and a half point favorites. are 53 and 3 at home in the last eight yeah, years. They're yeah, they're 16 so half point favorites. pretty good pick to go with Clemson. Yeah. I'll take, the, uh, uh, I'll take the over and Clemson on the spread. So, what would be the score prediction for the game? Two touchdown win, three touchdown win? I don't know. All I know is as soon as the game kicks off, it's over. <laughs> Oh Even gosh, with last wow. year's game being yes. a two-point yes. game? Yes. I, I, gave them, I gave Clemson 38-24. 38, two touchdowns. Mitch over here thinks it's going to be over before, half time, uh, before even the game starts. I'll, I'll say this. Let's see. 63 and a half over under. I like Clemson in this one. I like 42-20. to 42-20. to 20. Wow. Okay. I'm I telling mean, you, last year was a good game at – uh, A&M. Yeah. A&M's got a great home crowd. I think one of the best in the country. True. You're not going yeah. in Death Valley and taking out the defending national champs. They did lose a lot on their defensive line. Yeah, but they also replenished a lot of players. Yeah, those guys Those guys on the defensive line, give them two or three years, they'll be in the NFL also for Clemson. Yeah, most yeah, likely. They'll probably be injecting themselves with uh, all the roids like the other guys did last year. Wait, yeah. what? Oh, sorry. Taking shots at Clemson <laughs> and then picking them all in the same fucking game. Hey, if you right. ain't cheating, you ain't trying, Mitch. Hey, hey, here all we go, right. here we go, here we go. All right. A little preview of locks of the week. You guys are both taking A&M to cover. Um here at my early lock of the week, I'm taking a and plus 16.5. I don't know if they'll win. I sure hope they do. Um, but I, I could see something like 
31-17. Um, I could see, like, I don't think they'll get blown out. Let's just say that. So any final thoughts for the A&M and Clemson game, boys? I, I'm looking forward to watching it. I, yeah, it's, I, it I, should I, be a great game. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope A&M goes in there and, you know, knocks off Clemson. Um, I just don't don't see it happening. That's just my that, opinion. That old lineman, Jared Hawker, said that they guaranteed yeah. victory for A&M. He did. He's talking shit. Yeah, <laughs> and last time, I remember last year, a player guaranteed a win. Uh, what was it? Winovich from Michigan? And we yeah. saw how that one ended up. Yeah. So I don't, What's I don't... the next game we're talking about? <laughs> Our next game, 7.30, uh, primetime, number six versus number nine, LSU traveling to Texas. LSU is minus six and a half. So, um, Mitch Ball, let's start with you. Sam Ellinger versus Joey Burrow should be a great game, two top ten teams. Who do you, what do you see in this, uh, in this game? Joey, Joe Burrow, first off, huge Joe Burrow fan. Yeah. Loved his yep. time at Ohio State. Yep. Dude, yep. never got an opportunity. I think he's a dog. Yep. So I'm looking at this. LSU is a six and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. Now, is this at Texas or is this neutral? This is, no, this is at Texas. It is at Texas, not it's at Texas. Okay, yep. at Texas. Well, six and know, a half points, a touchdown favorite. That's a touch, yeah, it's yes. a touchdown, and that's why Texas is going to cover and Texas is going to win. Wow. Okay. And you know, Tom Herman, we saw what they did to an SEC school last year in the bowl game. We mm-hmm. thought Georgia should have been the playoff, and then Georgia looked like they forgot to play football in that bowl game. True. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. Tom Herman is a good head coach. Oh, yeah. I think that he will have his team ready. Sam Ellinger will be ready. Yep. Love Joe Burrow, but I, I think Texas so wins the, tomorrow. the upset. I'm pulling the upset. Texas will win tomorrow. All right, Mitch, to you. God, he always, he's like, I don't know how we're agreeing on everything. Cause <laughs> I, I agree with anything he said. I'm picking Texas to win, too. I picked 34-28. I kind of was going back and forth on this game because there was a big stat. LSU is actually... 10 and 2 against non conference teams in the first three seasons here that under Ed Orgeron. So I'm kind of excited to see that. But then this, that Texas is 5 0 oh, 1 against the spread. Mm. So I, or last year they were 5 0 oh, 1 against the spread. So I'm kind of looking at Texas. You know, it's going to be 7 30 at night. It's a night game. Oh, yeah. It's going to be 90 degrees. Crowd's so definitely be crazy. controls the ball a lot more and, you know, could keep. The other's defense on the field is going to be, you know, a big advantage for them. Um, so I'm kind of excited to see it, but definitely I'm going to go with Texas also. So what was your score prediction? Do you have one? I didn't give a score prediction. Um, Mitch, what was yours? You said? 34-28. So. 34-28. Um, let's see. I, hmm. I'll have to come back to me on that one. I was okay, right. Okay. I, you know, I didn't think about yeah. that. I just I like Texas. So, I like so Texas. you guys are in agreement. Texas wins. I think LSU will go into Texas. And lose. I, I think we're all in agreement. Texas, they'll have prime time. The crowd will be going crazy. Um, and I'm just, I'm just excited. Sam Ellinger last year said Texas is back. Um, but they, they haven't really been back since Vince Young ever left them. But um, I think I'd go with the score. I think it'll be kind of, kind of high scoring, but maybe like 38-28 Texas, something along those lines. So, do you have a prediction, Mitch? Yeah, you know, thinking about it now, SEC schools typically don't play defense. Yeah. Um, typically. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to go ahead and I'll go in the 30 range. I'm, I'm like a 35 to 30. 35-30? Okay. Texas. All right. So that moves on from our two uh, top games of the week. Uh, and then we will move on now to our Ohio State and Michigan segment. Ohio State and Michigan segment. Uh, let's start off with the Michigan game. Army traveling 
to Michigan. Michigan's minus 22. I know Mitch has had nightmares about this game for a while. So, Mitch, just, just give us your thoughts on uh, this upcoming game. It's going to be an interesting game. This is the first time Michigan's been going to be playing Army since 1962. Um, Army does lead the series 5-4 to because Michigan and Army play a lot during the 50s and the 60s, and even the 40s. Um, but the Army was impressive last year. They Obviously, in that bowl game, when they put 70 on Houston, it kind of was a wake-up call to everybody. Um, right. But the triple option is a difficult process to um, – manage and control because you have so many different ways of where the ball is going to go you have motion you have everything you have to you know you just have to stay at home sometimes you just got to keep you know um helmet on a helmet pretty much with a uh uh with the triple option uh, the good thing is michigan's got three coaches that have experience dealing with the triple option don brown obviously against air force i think it was two years ago a uh, new defensive line coach, uh, Sean Nua, was an old coach at Navy, so he would be going against Army every year. And then they have an analyst who was the D coordinator at Georgia Tech when they ran, or was the defensive coordinator at Georgia Tech, so he had to go against Georgia Tech when they ran the triple option. So I kind of feel excited about that. Uh, I heard True Wilson's out this week, so Zach Charbonnet, who's that an excellent freshman that I'm excited about, is he's going to play probably mm-hmm. most of the snaps. Um, and we got some injuries still. Donovan People Jones is probably going to be a game time decision, but I'm not too worried about the wide receiver core. Obviously, Tariq Black is there and Nico Collins. Um, Army did struggle last week. Yeah, against uh, Rice. Against Rice mm-hmm. in 14, 14 to 7, and they kind of had to get a last minute. I think it was nine minutes to go, and they had to get a last. I think it was on a to pass. Yeah, on a pass for by Army. So player to watch obviously is Kelvin Hopkins for Army uh the quarterback he's got great speed um I'm kind of excited for this game you know kind of worried about it but I'm, I'm pretty confident though so in this game so do you think Army covers the 22 points or what's your prediction for the game uh 38-10 Michigan 38-10 okay okay Mitch so first things first I'm a big Ohio State fan of course I could I could go two ways here I could take the Kirk Herbstreet approach and just never, ever pick that team up north to win. Yeah. Like Desmond Howard never picks Ohio State to win. Yep. Or I could be logical. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be logical here because it's just it wouldn't make sense for me to be you not said illogical. Logical. Yeah. I, if, I, if, I, if I was Army, illogical I knew here, it. he's going to logical and pick Army. I knew <laughs> no, 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 Mitch, I'm not Mitch. It. This is the first show of the year. I can't do that yet. I'll probably pick Rutgers whenever they play Michigan this year to be a. Uh, okay. I but gotcha. here's what I'm looking at. Okay. I think Michigan will struggle a little bit tomorrow. Yeah, oh, for okay. sure. Okay, the triple option, so. it's, not, it's not an easy thing to game plan for, and mm-hmm. you can't simulate that unless you run that. Mm-hmm. And Michigan does not run that. I think <laughs> Army's the only one that I know runs it on a consistent basis. Um, I, Michigan's going to win. I do expect Michigan to cover. Really? I, okay. I will not be shocked, though, if the first half is ugly yeah. for Michigan. I, it, it's hard. I can't. I can't. Yeah, right. I, if Ohio State yes. played them, I would be I would be saying the same thing. Yeah, I'd be nervous. I we they'd win, but it's not going to be easy. You know, I just well, mm-hmm. Ohio State did play Army just two years ago and won thirty eight to seven. So yeah, I think, but we, I, if I remember, set a benchmark for a team. This is kind of like that's a benchmark to look at. Yeah, if I remember though, they struggled in yeah. the first quarter. I think 
They did. Yeah. They did struggle because Army did make a 99-yard, uh, 18-play, 99-yard drive yep. Yep. and made it 14-7, to but then Ohio State kind of controlled the rest of the way. Yep, mm-hmm. I do remember that. But, I, I mean, and maybe the same thing happens tomorrow in the first quarter. But, I yeah. m- listen, Yeah. Michigan will cover. I expect Michigan to win. They will be 2-0 going into next week. Um, you know, good good luck, Army. You know, yeah. I'm a big troops supporter guy, so go Big Army. troops guy. So, for my take on this game, I, I'm pretty much in agreement. I, I think Michigan will struggle. I think it, it could, they could struggle for maybe the first half um, more than the first quarter because Army, I mean, they, they give you fits. They, they hold the ball for a while. So I think since they hold the ball for a while, I think it, it could potentially be a, a low-scoring game. Uh, Michigan's favored by over three touchdowns. I do think Army will cover. Uh, I, I could see the score being maybe 24-14, 24-10, something along those lines. I think Michigan struggles, um, but I feel ultimately they do win the game and go 2-0. and Yeah, that's kind of the thing with the triple off. The good thing is that they keep you in games and you can use a lot of clock. Mm-hmm. The problem is if you get behind by more than two possessions, or right. probably 14, it's probably you, it's very difficult to get back in the game running that style of offense. So oh, absolutely. that's kind of my last take out of that. I'm looking here, and last week, the quarterback only threw eight times last week? Yep. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah. yeah, if they get down, yeah, sorry, buddy. You sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you throw eight times last week, yeah, it's not a good recipe to come back. So for sure, for sure. <laughs> so let's go to the other uh, robbery here: Cincinnati at Ohio State. Did you say rivalry? I didn't mean to. I was gonna say C- just because C- Cincinnati <laughs> thinks it's a rivalry doesn't mean it's a rivalry. Right, the Cincinnati. Did you guys see at all that the uh, few uh, students from Cincinnati went around campus? Uh, oh yeah. They yep. didn't cover the bees at all. They Did were just mad that? that they got denied at Ohio State University yep. and couldn't get in. You know, yada yada yada. So <laughs> yep. what? Go cry. You know, this is this is. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait for this one. Cincinnati at Ohio State. Ohio State minus 16. So, Mitch Baldwell, let's start with you. Will Cincy give them fits? <clears throat> Luke Fickle yep. returns the shoe. Yes. Luke Fickle is going to want to come in and make a statement. He will. Just beat UCLA. They did beat UCLA. Mm-hmm. Luke Fickle is going to come into the shoe and make that statement. Uh, no, he won't, actually. Sorry. Uh, in the first quarter. In the, and then Ohio State's in the up, first two minutes. Up until the coin toss. Yeah. There you go. And then he'll realize, oh, I don't know what I just got myself into. Yeah. I will say this. Historically, now I don't have any numbers in front of me. Historically, Ohio State is awful on the spread. Just over the years, just from looking at you know what the point spread is and what it is, they are awful. They were in a lot of close games last year. I know. And they're a 16-point favorite over Cincinnati. Um I don't want to give Cincinnati credit. However, I'm not going to be shocked. I mean, last week Ohio State looked great in the first half. Oh, they scored every and time. In the second half, they just took off. Like, they just decided they yeah, were done. Whatever. Um, I could definitely see that happening again. Mm-hmm. I told my friend who said, watch out for the Bearcats tomorrow. I said, yeah, you're probably going to make it lose by 10 because in the fourth quarter when we're up 30, we're going to put in our walk-ons. We're going to put in Brutus at safety. Yep. And then the band is going to, the band's going to come in and play middle linebacker. So that's how you're going to score all your points. Fair enough. Ohio State's going to win tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, score prediction, I don't have one. It's you, kind of tough. Do you think Cincy Calvers is 16, though? Oh, this is hard. Just because Ohio oh. Two touchdowns no. and a field goal? No. Cincinnati's not covering. All right. And I'll tell you right now, player of the game is Chris Olave. Okay, fair enough. Mitch, to you. Oh, man, that's, that's hard to follow. I have a kind of a stat that you guys will probably be a little excited about. In the last three 
Out of the last four times that Ohio State has had Cincinnati on the schedule, mm-hmm. so in 2014, 2006, and 2007, and then they also had the schedule in 2004, in the three years of those, three years out of those four, Ohio State either played in the national title game or wow. won the national title. Go Mitch. So you're an Ohio State fan now, right? No, absolutely not. The only year was 2004 since Eddie was on the schedule and Ohio State went 9-4. and four. But the other three, 2014, 2006, and 2007. So um, kind of excited for you guys there. I just want to kind of look that in. Fair but enough, the yeah. last meeting, two, uh, 2014, obviously, was 50-28 to 28 Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 33-20 or 30-7 at one point, but Cincinnati made a run back, made it 33-28, and then Ohio State kind of pulled, over, uh, pulled out in the end. But um, – Cincinnati's going to be out to prove something, you know. It's yeah. they're the only other, you know, not power five, but you know, obviously, so uh, you know, a, another school that has big time football. Obviously, they just went out and played UCLA at home, everything like that. They're going to have something to prove, kind of like what uh, Bala kind of was talking about. But you know, Cincinnati, their keys, you got to no mistakes. It's obviously when you're trying to make an upset, you can't do any mistakes, no dumb penalties. You can't make it third and 15. You just can't do that on the road. Um, they have a good running back, Michael Warren. You know, that's kind of their stage of their offense is, you know, give it to him on short and distance. He'll mostly get it. So they got to get him going in that running game early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ohio State does win, though, obviously big. Uh, I think that RPO with Justin Fields is going to be way too much. I think at first uh, Cincinnati will kind of hold them down, but then I think it's just going to get over time. That RPO is going to break them down. And uh, I think Ohio State wins 45-17. to 17. And bonus points for anybody that could tell when Cincinnati last beat Ohio State. Oof. I'm going to oh, go wow. with – I'm going to go with – trick question, they've never beat them. They have. Okay. They have. 1966? Oh, no. No. Not it. Too far? Way too... back. Way oh, yeah. back. Wait, further than that? Yeah, way back. Oh, Lord. In the 40s? Let me ask you this. So the Indians win the World Series before or after? Uh, after. Okay, so it could be the could be the 50s. No, the Indians so won the, 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 Indians won the, the World Series. The Indians won it in 48. 48. 48. So it's before that, I mean. Oh, before that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. 1932. Oh, way back more. Oh, what? my goodness. 1899. You're close. <laughs> 1492. When Columbus sailed the ocean blue. <laughs> 18, 1897. 1897 is the last time Cincinnati beat Ohio State. What was the score of that one? 24 to nothing. It was a shutout. Wow. Uh, just to let you know, William McKinley was president. Just to, kind of, uh, <laughs> wow. And wow. Pencil, the University of Pennsylvania won the uh, national title in 15 and all that year. How wow. things have changed. How things have changed. And Wisconsin won the Western Conference, which would have been the Big Ten. But whatever. Whatever. Wow. So my take on this game, I think Justin Fields goes off. I think he scores. He's responsible for four to five touchdowns. I think Ohio State wins something like 42-24, 18-point win, so that would have them cover the spread. But I think I think Ohio State starts off strong again, but again lets off the, the gas in the second half. I, th- I think they score a lot in the first few quarters and then pump the brakes in the third and fourth quarter, but I ultimately see them winning and covering by 18 points. So final question for this one. 
Justin Fields over under responsible for five touchdowns this game. Mitch, we'll start with you. Uh, five. I'm going to go four, so I'll go so under. under. I will also go with under. I think J.K. Dobbins is going to have a big day tomorrow too. Okay. Yep. I, I think we're all in agreement. I think I'm going to go under too. I'll I'll have him score four. So that wraps up that wraps up that segment of Ohio State Michigan, and now we go to the final segment of the show. First edition of Locks of the Week, where we give a lock of the week we think a team will cover, um, and then the upset of the week we think a team that will cover the spread also uh, in an upset fashion. So I will start with my first one. I am taking UCF minus 10.5 at FAU to cover the 10.5. Mitch, do you have yours offhand? Which Mitch are you talking to? Farnsworth, you. Okay. All right. I am going to go with the lock. I was kind of surprised by this. I'm going to go Auburn. It's going to way cover the 18 over two lanes. Okay. Okay. And then Mitch Bala, do you have a? You got a tough one. This is I risky. It's a real one. risky. This is a risky one. But I have the Maryland Terrapins. Yep. Minus two. Minus two against Syracuse, and Maryland is my lock. Wow. Because that could you could either, you go either way. It's only a two point spread. Yeah, I mean, it's less than a field goal. Yeah, a field goal. We went we went double digit odds. This guy. Is this goes funny. going two points. He's I'm, going two. Listen, Damn, bro. I'm worried about the Terrapins. I think I think they're out to prove something this year. <laughs> Says who? Wow. Says Howard. Howard just got their football program almost. All right. Canceled after last week. Did they have a football program before? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. We'll see if they decide to show up tomorrow against Youngstown State. Well, they won't. <laughs> All right, so our upsets of the week. I, I teased mine earlier. I'm taking Texas A&M. I'm taking the 16.5 points against Clemson. And then uh, Mitch Bala, you have an interesting one. You've changed it a few times. I have changed it a few times. You know, I'm back and forth. Big. I, I'm a big risk taker. I was looking at Marshall against Boise State. Yep. Realized for week one that's too big of a risk. Yeah, yeah. Um, so now I have gone against uh, – I'm taking New Mexico State. They got a lot of points. Over Alabama, 54-and-a-half point underdog. We saw, I saw a picture earlier online that under Nick Saban's tenure at Alabama, they have never covered a 50-point spread. So, hey. Hey, you know, hist- uh, yeah, history will repeat itself. Okay, go, all right. Go uh, New Mexico State. And then, uh, Mitch Farnsworth, you have an interesting one, too. I may have changed mine. What was the first one that I said? Your first one was Western Michigan plus 15 at Michigan State. I was thinking about that one. I switched it up, too. Oh, okay. So, we haven't heard this one. What is it? I like underdog Cal. Cal. 13 and a half to cover against Washington. Not not a big Washington guy, huh? Where's that game at? It's at Washington at 1030. I like it. Yeah. You like, like it? it? All right. Fair enough. I like I like Cal. I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing that game. I want to stay up a... Uh, Stay up a little later and watch that game. See if uh, it's only two touchdowns. To be yeah, honest, yeah, I really, yeah. I think Cal could. I could see Cal doing that against Washington. So, do we have any final concluding thoughts to wrap up our first show? Go Buckeyes, always. Yeah, as always, O H I O. Yeah. Um. Only other only other thing I'm saying to look out for is uh, Buffalo tomorrow at Penn State, seven thirty. They were a 31-point underdog. Yeah, I, you almost took I them. almost took Buffalo, you know, a little action to get the season started. <laughs> um, I decided to go away from that, but I'm just saying, watch out for those Bulls. 
You almost... Did you want to watch out for Marshall also? Yeah, uh, yeah Thundering Herd, baby. The thundering Herd, always. Hey, don't put the Thundering Herd on blue turf. You don't know what's going to happen. I'm telling you. Guys. The game's it's... tonight. It's going to be yeah, a fun it is. one. We'll find out tonight. Tonight at 9 o'clock. When I call you and text you both tonight All right. about the Thundering <laughs> Herd knocking off Boise State. Or we call you when they lose by 30. Uh, my phone will probably be dead. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Just a heads up. I'm, I'm going to be busy. Yeah, I'll send you something to mail. turned off because he doesn't want to answer us. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm busy. I have a meeting at the time the game ends tonight. So, okay. Whatever, oh. whatever time it's over, oh. I, I'm busy. All right, fair enough. All right, Mitch, any any last thoughts for you on your end? No, that was it. I just kind of want to throw that Marshall out there. That was That's all I needed to say. <laughs> all right, thank you guys for tuning in to Episode 1 of Much More Football. We will see you guys next week.